Hello, internet friends. Welcome back to the Daily Blend Show. Today is February 10th, 2022. And if you are new around here, this is the Friday Top 5, where I feature five things that I thought were notable and interesting in pop culture. If you want to distill that, it's basically five things that I thought were pretty neat that I wanted to share with you. If you're more interested in sort of business or kind of current events, go check out the weekly rundown on the Daily Blend show or check out my other podcast, the Digital Deep Dive show, where I feature all things technology. Uh, Before I jump into the show, I just want to remind you that we are available on all major podcast platforms. That's Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and YouTube, although that's not a podcast platform, it's just a great place to get your content. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to the show on Instagram and Twitter at Daily Blend. That's D A I L E Y B L E N D. Why? Almost forgot how to spell my name. Uh, with that said, let's jump into this week's show. So I was sort of putting together a bunch of things that I I really wanted to showcase that I've been either interested in or reading or from a consumer lens kind of consuming. And I I listened to someone else's podcast that was all about uh, art and just sort of art critiquing and just kind of the current state of art and how NFTs and AI are impacting the art world. And some view it as an assault or an affront on art. Others use it as the analogy uh, that the, uh, the person made was just another tool or another paintbrush in the, 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 the palette. And uh, I'm not an artist, so I can't comment on it. I, I understand some from the economic standpoint. I also understand it uh, from just an enabler. So only time will tell, and uh, you know, I'm not really here to pass judgment one way or another. But I am here to talk about some artists and their uh, art galleries, and uh, just how they're making an impact on me. So the first artist is one that I've been watching more recently. I can't say for very long. Jason Revoke, and he's entirely self-taught known for pushing creative boundaries that began in the streets. Although his story began with, uh, begins with graffiti, the artist has spent the last decade focusing on his studio practices and the evolution of process and concepts. Uh, refusing to be limited by his early recognition, Revoke allows only certain elements from graffiti culture to transition to his contemporary work, modest materials and industrial tools, uh, ingenuity, uh, his name, uh, but his uh, provocatively towards minimalism and post-painterly abstracts has become the driving force behind his practice. Examining the questions of authorship from start to finish, Revoke has developed systematic yet imperfective tools to carrying out his vision and has created a number of unmistakable bodies of work. His bold, balanced Geometry is heightened by the personal and imperfected slight of the human hand. So 
I actually love that description. And I saw Jason's work on Instagram, I'm sure. But uh, if you know me, you know that I very much like symmetrical things in my life. However, I like art that has symmetrical elements to it with a sense of um, variability or almost like purposeful mistakes. And when I think about Jason's work, it's that perfect harmony of the, the you know, geometric shapes and angles and, you know, consistency, like almost perfective perfection and, um, you know, straight lines. But then there's this like randomness of, of human error that, that is unintentional, but intentional. And uh, I've inquired about some of his pieces. I'm sh- I wish I could say I'm optimistic that I'll be able to afford them. Uh, but at, at a minimum, uh, I can enjoy his work from afar via his website and Instagram that I have linked in the show notes. Uh, you know, kind of following up, Jason was the or is the Detroit Gallery Lewis Bull and Co. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And they're featuring or, uh, you know, are the ones that are hosting his artist uh, or, or his art, I should say. Um, they are a Detroit-based contemporary art gallery and project space that highlights unique work alongside additions and curated selections of art objects and unique collaboration products. Since its inception, the gallery has rapidly evolved in its dynamic presentation of artists of all stages in their careers with the goal of representing varied points of view and divergent practices. Uh, maintaining a multi, uh, sorry, a multidisciplinary focus on small and medium, Lewis Bull & Co. balances its exhibit programs with the production of print exhibits and unique s- series, ultimately serving as an incubator for individual experimentation and artist expression. So if I'm reading between the lines, they have big sort of shows, small sort of shows, they have big pieces, small pieces, but they also sort of collaborate with the artist for prints. So if you're kind of newer in the art world, I suppose that you'll have the opportunity to buy prints. Uh, I, I find prints to be fantastic. It's almost like a, an entryway or a, for, a foray into the, uh, the artists themselves. Uh, behind, if you're ever on Zoom with me, you will see this fantastic print. I, th- I believe it's the first print from Hence, the Atlanta artist that I- I've loved for better part of 10 years. Really big, a fan of his work. Um, and thanks to a print, I was able to afford it. Now, uh, I haven't been to this Detroit gallery. Actually, I've never even been to Detroit other than the airport. And uh, now that I live in Chicago, I hope to go there and I'm definitely going to check out this gallery. So if you're listening to this or you uh, come across this podcast and you work at the gallery, hit me up. I'm definitely going to be hitting you up uh, on Instagram after I record this show. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to come to your gallery in the very near future. I also plan to go to the Shinola Hotel, which looks very cool. Hats off to you, Detroit and Shinola, for making such a cool contemporary hotel. All right. Um, I was, as I mentioned at the sort of intro of the show, I was down in Atlanta, and I was uh, I was hoping I was going to have 
a little more free time. And uh, I got down there and not only did I have just back-to-back meetings, but the, the little bit of free time that I did sort of bucket towards, let's call it city exploration, got sucked up because there was the world's largest, well, I don't actually know if it's the world's largest, but a very large HVAC conference, and I ended up having to stay almost like an hour outside of the city. So I did not get to do any uh, city exploration, namely like on the Beltline, uh, but that is more of a digression. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't digress. It was it was the reason I didn't go see the gallery. But uh, the artist is a guy named Greg Mike. I, I've, I don't personally know Greg, but I know his work for uh, 10, 15 years now. Uh, he was actually born in Connecticut, but when I think of Atlanta, I think of Greg Mike. If you've uh, draw, uh, driven around the city, you've definitely seen his murals. He has sort of a cartoony-like uh, character and he's developed a whole series of them. Uh, he actually has a couple prints that are out. I think he's done three now where there's maybe 50 of these like little Coke cans that he's painted that they're almost like his little monsters. Those are my words for them. I, I'm sure he calls them something else. But um, Craig's done just a fantastic job of being a champion for the city, uh, not only uh, doing fantastic murals and hosting you know, events throughout uh, the last five years at his gallery, but uh, he's also always on the road doing fun, cool murals. I remember seeing Counterpoint, which was the precursor to uh, Tomorrow World, not to be confused with Tomorrowland, and, uh, you know, I was there for the music, and he was there painting a mural the whole weekend. It was pretty cool to see that unfold. Uh, Over the last couple years, like I said, he's owned a agency called ABV Agency, and they have a gallery, and he always is doing these drink and doodle uh, events. I think they're monthly, and it's a cool opportunity, and he obviously, through the gallery, is hosting different artists and doing kind of what I'll call curation. Now, where this gets even cooler is the ABV EAV is coming soon, so that is um, EAV standing for East Atlanta Village, which was the, I think, the first suburb technically of Atlanta and uh, you want to talk about uh, gentrification that neighborhood has totally transitioned although I I haven't been down there more recently I hope it's not completely um, you know Starbucks and it's kept some of its grit but uh, you know the the description for this is that uh, Greg uh, or Greg Mike purchased a former church on Metropolitan Ave and is transforming it into a contemporary art gallery, event space, and art studio. So one would assume that there's going to be some really fantastic art galleries and that there will be likely some uh, some corporate events and, uh, you know, weddings and all those good things that people love about art galleries. But I'm just looking forward to going and checking out the artist's and, uh, you know, hopefully catching a show or two through my travels down there, both personally and uh, professionally. So uh, hats off to anyone, you know, doing something as big and ambitious as that. So, like I said, I've known who Greg Mike is. Uh, I hope you hear this and uh, hats off to you and uh, your team, sir. All right. Uh, that sort of wraps it up for the art and artist segment of the show. Uh, I'll do a good job, or I, I'm doing a good job, hopefully, of, of showcasing the Instagram website and a bit more details in the show notes. But uh, I, you know, I highly suggest you follow them 
uh, on Instagram, both the artist and the galleries. Go to their websites, and if you're in Detroit or Atlanta, go check out, uh, you know, their uh, both of the facilities and, you know, whatever exhibition is, is going live. Um, keeping with our theme of the fifth story being about sneakers, I want to talk about a sneaker boutique down in Atlanta. So when I wrote this, I had the intention of going uh, to social status. Unfortunately, I had to basically sprint to the, the gate, ran out of time. But uh, social status brand is mixed and geared with the fashion-focused consumer, quality-driven, and fashion-forwardness. So it's a, a really cool uh, you know, concept. I'm a, obviously a big sneaker person. I love sneaker stores. I love just like jamming with people. I find them to be like the new record stores with a little less ego and a little less like you know, kind of community-driven. But, uh, you know, it's, it's part of um, the, the same brand that owns Aimé Marie or Ama Marie. I always have a hard time saying that correctly. And it's uh, from the looks of it, I was really hoping to go there. It looks fantastic. They've got a number of different locations around the country uh, that the different cities uh, were on their website. But... Uh, you know, I'm hoping to go down there. The, the whole idea was that there was more about storytelling uh, through, you know, the 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 show space, and they do events there, and there was supposed to be a tie here to the art and art gallery kind of a approach here. So I'm a little sad, uh, you know, that I kind of teed up a bit more information on this one and wasn't able to go, but uh, there's always another trip to Atlanta in my future. Uh, if you are down in Atlanta or heading to Atlanta, go check out Social Status. Uh, I highly recommend it. And if you're on the west side, go check out their, I'll call it sister store, Amam Marais, which is a little more, I would think, elevated, where I think Social Status is more like kind of um, day-to-day wear is from what I gather just from the, the pictures in the description. Both uh, have a space in the, uh, the ecosystem that is the sneaker world. And yeah, that wraps it up for this week's uh, Friday Top 5. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, like I said at the start of the show, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe to the show uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, we are there all day, every day. And uh, I hope you enjoy your weekend. I will be playing some uh, couples paddle tennis tonight. Wish me luck. Looking for W's if I have time. I am going to Dick's Sporting Goods, and I think I'm going to get either the LeBrons or the Lucas. Uh, you know, send me a, a DM or you know, hit me up in the show notes of which ones uh, you think I should get, and uh, I'll let you know on next week's show. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs>